My name is Joel Oquendo, and this is the Social Media for Realtors podcast. Tune in each week to get practical social media tips and hacks to help you close more deals and become the authority in your market. Oquendo here, and I am excited to dive into episode number two of the Starbucks Sessions extremely extremely excited and so let's dive right into this we're going to be talking today about sexy content and how sexy content boosts your sales all right so there's a concept that i've discussed on other episodes of the podcast where it talks about stopping the scroll the entire objective of our content and thumbnails and images and video and whatever is to stop people from scrolling because for the most part, as consumers, we go on social media and we are scrolling, 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 scrolling until something stops our attention. Then we double tap it, keep going, keep going, keep going. Oh, that's so funny. Let me comment. Oh my gosh, they got engaged. Let me comment. And you, and that's what you, that's essentially how most people use their social platforms. And so you have to force people to stop scrolling. All right. Now, what makes content sexy? Number one is it's not distracting. At least not in a bad way. What do I mean by that? I mean that it's not distracting in the sense that there's poor lighting or there's bad audio or the quality of the video is pixelated or things are not cut off. Like for example, content that has subtitles. Sometimes I see this all the time. People want to, they want to arrange things on the screen, how it makes sense to them, not realizing that when it transitions over into a reel or into a video post or a story, there are guidelines, there are, there's guide areas that need to be accounted for. For example, if you're posting a reel at the bottom, you need space for the caption and for the, the image of your profile. On the right, you need, you need some separation so that you can leave space for people to like, for people to comment, for people to share, for people to save. All of that stuff has to be accounted for when you're putting together your video. I'm not gonna be posting a video of myself all the way over here because I know that the, 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 the controls to like, comment, and all that stuff are on that section. So you wanna make sure that your video and that your content is properly formatted so that it's not distracting in a bad way. In other words, you're not your audience is not having to fight in order to read what needs to be read or see what needs to be said and they're not having to suffer through trying to understand why this is not resonating with them so it's super important second thing is that it is intriguing and it is attractive what do i mean by that and this is something that i learned from from the social marketing queen herself caitlin rose she does a lot of transitions so whenever she's doing reels she transitions it might be she taps the screen or it might be she brings the phone up and then she brings it around it might be she puts the phone on the ground and stomps on it whatever she's doing that because it is keeping the viewer enticed and keeping the viewer engaged in what it is that her message is trying to communicate and so a lot of times she does this right she does the spirit fingers so there are things that you can learn from watching other people who are killing it in social media doing their thing and so part of what makes her content sexy is that it is intriguing and attractive it has titles where they need to be it has movement it has transitions and so people are engaging with her content because it is engaging content the last thing that makes content sexy is that it makes people have to take action 
the first time I saw my wife, I knew I have to go and talk to her because she was sexy. And so it's really important that whatever content we're putting out there, it forces people to have to stop scrolling, double tap to like it, share it, save it, comment on it, and respond and react to the content that you're putting out there. Super, super important. Now, let's talk about the content breakdown, okay? I live by the 80-20 rule for two things. Number one is video versus everything else, okay? That's carousels, that's static content. Video should be 80% of your content minimum, minimum. Okay, it should be 80% of your content. Why? Because video, number one, ranks the highest on the algorithms. Number two, video is what engages people and keeps people on your actual profile longer than anything else. I can look at an image and keep going, but if I wanna get the entire message of your video, I have to watch the video. And so it's really, really important that you value and you use video as much as you possibly can. If you are not excited to do video, if you are not good at doing video, if you feel like you're never going to adapt video, I have to apologize to you because you're probably going to take a lot longer to grow your business than if you adapted to video, all right? Nobody starts off doing video excellently, okay? there's always a progression. So start out with video, make sure that you are, that you're doing it on a regular basis and as you progress, it will get easier to get better at doing video. But you have to do video, you have to take the chance, you have to take the risk. Your own thoughts of how much you might suck at doing video, I guarantee you are not going to be as important when you start receiving commission checks because you bit the bullet, you did the thing that you were scared to do, like Will Smith says, at the other side of our biggest fears is the greatest rewards, the greatest payoffs. So if you're scared of doing video, if, you, if you're scared of how you're gonna look doing video, if you're scared about how you're gonna sound doing video, get out of your own head because your audience is craving you. You are the brand, you are the reason people wanna work, wanna do a, a real estate deal, not because of the logo on your hat or the logo on your shirt, they are literally wanting to work with you because you are the brand and people wanna see you, they wanna see what's going on in your life, they wanna see what's going on in your business, all right? Which leads me to the next thing. The second um, phase of content that I use the 80-20 rule is business versus personal, okay? For the most part, people are not trying to find out what I sold my last house for, or they're not trying to find out if I have something under contract. For the most part, people just wanna know, hey, how are your wife and kids? They wanna know, how is, how is your business going? Not necessarily like in specific, but how are you doing with your business? Are you winning awards? How are you doing with that fitness journey that you're on, or the journey you're on learning how to cook for your wife, or whatever the case is? And so it's really important that you give people the content that they want as opposed to just spamming them and blasting them with promotional stuff all the time. Sometimes if I am talking about how much I love my wife, I'm wearing a real estate branded shirt so that while I'm talking about my wife, it has nothing to do with real estate, they remember that I'm a realtor because my shirt reminds them. And so find different ways. For example, if you're talking about a deep thought that you had, pick up your real estate branded mug a couple times and take a couple sips while you're talking about it and remind people, hey, I'm a realtor and I try my best to curate my content 
if I ever break the 80-20 rule with business versus personal, it's usually in a manner that does not make people turned off by my content. What do I mean by that? If I ever break the 80-20 rule and I post more real estate than anything else that week, it's usually a humorous piece of content, something that I worked really hard to make really funny, or something that I found that was extremely funny, or something that I felt like, even though it relates to my business, I can also apply it, or people can apply it to other things in their lives. Okay, for example, I have Mindset Monday, where I post mindset videos every Monday, and sometimes what I'm talking about or the motivational thing that I'm talking about, also, though it applies to real estate and though I'm talking about it in the real estate sense, it also applies to your motivation with your fitness journey or your motivation to buy a home or your motivation to start a business or your motivation to do anything else. And so part of that content breakdown for sexy content that boosts sales is just knowing the right balance of when to post about your business and when to post about personal stuff. I post 80% personal, 20% business so that I don't overwhelm my audience with things that they don't care about. That's, that's ultimately what it is. And so now let's talk about what makes sexy content. Okay, the essentials, the, 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 key, the key factors or the key variables in sexy content. Okay, all sexy content has good lighting. Okay, if you have a video that you're recording, you have to have good lighting, okay? Because bad lighting makes for boring video, okay? You wanna be able to see the subject, you wanna be able to see what's going on, you wanna be able to see what's happening in the video easily without having to like squint or without having to figure out like what is happening here or any of that stuff. So, good lighting is essential. You can do that by getting a professional light Okay, professional lights are cheaper than they've ever been. You can probably get two or three really good lights on Amazon for between five and $700, okay? Professional quality lights. If you don't have the budget for that, or if you're not really ready to dive into video in that level or on that scale, or you just don't have the space for a professional lighting setup, then I would get a ring light. A ring light is um, one of those lights that I'm sure a lot of people have seen. They have them in barber shops, they have them in, in a lot of makeup shops, they have them in a lot of hair salons now. And essentially what it is, is it is a light that is a ring and it has a piece on the very bottom middle part of that light that you can mount your cell phone or your actual camera to so that while you're looking in on whatever camera it is that you're recording, it also is illuminating your face so that people can see you in clear view. And those can typically run you anywhere between. A really cheap one for your cell phone can run you almost like as low as $20 on Amazon you get it it's $20 it comes with the phone attachment and if you spend $10 more usually you can get a stand that you can actually mount it on so it's super that you invest in yourself even if it's a minimal investment like that for the professional ring lights you can spend up to $150 these are larger ring lights that have a little bit more control so you can control the the color of the light so it could be yellow it could be white it could be soft it can be harsh it can be some ring lights now even do different colors so it could be a blue light a red light a green light and so you have the option to spend a little bit more money get a little bit more control and also those larger ring lights allow you to mount a higher quality camera to it like a dslr or like a camcorder or something of that sort okay so those lights are totally worth their salt. If you haven't heard the interview that I did with Caitlin Rhodes from Social Marketing Queen and, and 
the the episode we talked about reels and one of her biggest pet peeves was good lighting you have to have good lighting and so it's really important guys that you listen to people who are doing this and who are succeeding at it all right because they know what they're doing and that's the reason why they're successful at it. next thing that you really want to make sure that you have is good audio okay bad audio is way worse than bad video okay bad audio can ruin it remember you are communicating a message okay you're communicating a message this is why churches will invest in good audio equipment before they invest in good camera equipment it's the same reason why when you go to a summit or when you go to a big convention or conference they have invested in a good sound system normally um, and they might not even be recording it on video because they understand that the most important thing for them to be able to communicate their message is number one to not have bad audio and so if you want to find the quickest way to ruin your message it is to have bad audio all right and so in order to have good audio you can use a professional microphone like the one i'm using right now okay this is a, a sure microphone that i can connect to my computer and it is a very high level professional mic you can also if you want to not spend as much money on a microphone like that, you can spend a little bit less money and you can get a lav microphone or a USB microphone that's usually between 70 and 100 bucks. And then other thing you can do is if you are like me and you have Apple products, you can use your AirPods. The microphone in here is a really decent quality microphone. So at very least, might not record as deep a bass with your voice or higher quality in that sense, but this microphone is better than nothing. Okay, and if you are not able to get a pro mic, a USB lav, lav mic, which the lav mics are the ones that you clip onto your shirt or the ones that you plug into your computer through a USB and you're not able to use Air, AirBuds, I'm sorry, AirPods or earbuds, then I recommend getting some really good software like Adobe Audition where you can record the video straight out of your phone or straight out of your camera and then go into Adobe Audition to clean up the audio so that it sounds better than it would just coming straight out of the, the video source, all right? There's one thing I forgot to mention when it comes to good lighting, and that is that you can also use free lighting, okay? You can use pro lighting, you can use ring lights, or you can use free lighting, which is what I am doing right now, is I'm literally sitting in a Starbucks right in front of a window, taking advantage of the free sunlight that the sun is offering me today. And so that's another cheat. If you wanna do this for free, you can absolutely do this for free, okay? You can have free lighting, you can have the microphone that comes on your phone and you can have literally for video you can have just your phone which leads me into the next thing is high quality video so far we've talked about good lighting right we can do a pro light a ring light or a free light which is like a window or natural lighting we, can, we have to have good audio so that we can accomplish with a professional microphone we can accomplish it with a lav mic that you clip onto yourself or a usb microphone you can use your airpods or earbuds to use to, to get good audio and then you can just get good software if you don't have the money to get all of those other things or if you just don't want all of those other things you can just get a good audio software to clean up the audio after you have recorded it but that's going to add a lot of time to your post production so just keep that in mind now when it comes to high quality video which is the third thing that is essential for sexy content high quality video okay you can use a DSLR camera which these are the cameras that you know, Canon Sony Panasonic all these companies make um, 
that you can basically Nikon. I'm sorry, I'm a Canon guy, so sorry I forgot Nikon. But you can take these cameras. These are the cameras that you can change out the lenses, okay? And you can get a really, really great lens for your camera, for your DSLR, okay? Your DSLR camera, you can usually find what is called a 50 millimeter, you can use what's called a 50 millimeter lens, and you can basically buy one of those either used for 50 bucks or you can buy them brand new for about a hundred hundred and fifteen dollars and these are the lenses that essentially blur out the background and give you that portrait mode feel so a DSLR can run you as cheap as 350 bucks $299 during Christmas or during the holiday. The lens, like I said, is about $115. So for $450, you have an incredibly professional looking video. Or you can literally just use your phone. Use your phone. Your phone has really great video. And every time that a new phone gets released, it seems like the video quality gets better and better. You can record in 4K. You can record now with the front of the camera. Or if you want to use the camera on the back to record other things, you can do that. It's really, really essential that you get good quality video. Now, once you have good lighting, you have good audio, and you have good quality video, okay, what you're going to do is you are going to make sure that your content has an amazing fire hook, okay? This is a hook that really, really locks you in to whatever the story is or whatever the post is all about. Things that are good examples of hooks. I have a video that I recorded where I, I literally say how my thug life wife saved herself and myself from dying in a train station in Paris. That is an amazing, not because I wrote it, but because it intrigues you. It gets, it stops you and it gets you thinking like, what the heck is he about to talk about? I have to listen to this story. I have to watch the whole video. Another fire hook comes from a realtor that I follow that he says, the second time that I got arrested, and then he goes into his story and it's, wait, what? You got arrested one time already before that? And so it just draws you in and intrigues you. And now you have to listen to the story because now you want to know about the second time he's arrested. And so I'm hoping that he tells you about the first time he was arrested. But it's one of those things where you have to have a really fire hook in order to get people locked in. And then from that hook, you have to plan out the progression of that video so that once you say the fire hook, it goes into an interesting progression where it is you're telling just the highlights of the story. Okay, you're leaving out any unnecessary details and you're just telling the things that paint the picture just enough to keep people engaged. And then at the very end of the video, you have a call to action. So if I'm talking about the second time I was arrested and this is, this is talking about the time that, I don't know, that I went to a protest rally and I jumped on a police car in protest, shouting at the top of my lungs and I got arrested. At the end of the video, my call to action might be comment below about the craziest thing that you've ever done to stand up for something that you believe in. I'd love to connect with you. I'd love to hear your story. Let me know. Boom. Call to action. It gets people engaging. It gets people interacting. A call to action, as if you haven't listened to any other podcast episodes where I've talked about call to action, call to actions are necessary because they are giving your audience permission to interact and engage with your content. Okay? I was at a party last week and they had all the food out and I still went to the hostess and I asked permission like hey is it okay for me to start eating now and when you do a call to action like that's the opposite of she should have been like hey guys the food is out feel free to grab your food 
that's a call to action because it gives me permission to then go and grab food. It's the same thing with your content. When you when you have your content and you're putting it out there, what you want is to give people permission. Hey guys, thank you for listening to my story. The next step is boom. And then you tell them what the next step is. Comment below, give me an emoji if you agree with me. What is your thoughts on this or whatever, right? Send me a DM, whatever the, your, 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 your call to action is gonna be. So we have good lighting, good audio, high quality video, and a fire hook that leads into a progression that ends with a call to action. That is essential with all sexy content. Now, I'm gonna give you guys the sexy content formula, okay? And this is a two, four, six, eight. This is a 10 step process that if you do, your content should transform your business almost immediately, all right? First thing you want is attractive video or static content. I'm gonna talk about static content in a second, but you have to have attractive video in order to fall into the formula, okay? Your video should have subtitles. Why? Because a lot of people are scrolling through social media while they're at work and they don't want anybody to know that they're scrolling through social media at work. And so subtitles allow people to engage with your content without having to have the audio on, okay? Now, third thing you wanna have is you wanna have music from within whatever app it is that you're using. So if you're making a reel on Instagram, they provide you with a little button so that you can add music to it and bring the music low so that you can still hear what you're saying, but there's music in the background just to keep people engaged and to keep people vibing. You wanna make sure that everything that you're doing, every element is pleasant to them, okay? Now, after you have created the music, now you wanna have a captivating cover image. Okay, there's two things that you need to understand with cover, cover images. The first thing is that, for example, Instagram Reel will have a real cover image that will be a long cover image, and then you also have your profile grid, which is all squares. So whatever cover image you do or you make should fit within the grid as well as the long version. Okay, so you want it when you're designing it, you want to make sure that you do it with those things in mind, okay? Now, once you have done a captivating cover image, you want to have a riveting caption with a call to action at the beginning or the end, all right? Call to action can also be a question. It can be something that you ask just to get the engagement. So for example, a captivating caption or a riveting caption with a call to action at the beginning can be like, has this ever happened to you? Question mark. And then you go into what it is that you're asking them if it's ever happened to them. At the end, it could be like, Give me an emoji if, give me a fire emoji if you agree, or give me a poop emoji if you disagree. That's a call to action at the end, okay? The next thing you wanna have is relevant hashtags, okay? You don't need to overdo it on hashtags. You don't need to spend tons of time on hashtags. Just find 10 or 15 relevant hashtags to whatever it is that you're doing and copy and paste it into your notes app on your phone so that you have it readily available. So for me, I have, I have real estate, hashtags saved on my phone that I don't have to think about. I just copy paste them all and I use them for all of my posts, okay? Then the next thing you wanna do is you wanna tag your location and then you wanna tag the 20 people that are most likely to engage with your content, okay? 20 people that are most likely to like or comment on your, on your content that follow you currently, okay? So you're gonna tag those 20 people and then what you're gonna do is you're going to post that video, whether it's a post or whether it's a reel, whatever it is, you're going to copy that, that post and you're going to share it to your story. So you're going to share it to your stories and you're going to tag 10 different people, okay? People that you did not tag in the post so that you get the maximum engagement. And again, you're going to tag 10 different people that are most likely to share your story or to 
respond and engage with your with your post, with your reel, okay? Whether it's a reel, whether it's a TikTok video, whatever the case is, okay? And then the very final step in the sexy content formula is you are going to reciprocate engagement. If somebody likes your post, really quickly go to their page and like the last post that they did. Somebody comments on your post, respond to it and try to respond with an open-ended question or with something that that prompts them to respond back. For example, isn't this crazy? Has this ever happened to you? Question mark. Or thank you so much for commenting. I love it when people engage with my stuff. It means a lot to me. So that then they can respond, oh, no problem. We, we love it when you do this, whatever. So sexy content formula, attractive video, subtitles, music within the app, captivating cover image, riveting caption with a call to action, relevant hashtags, tag the location of where you are, tag 20 people most likely to engage with the post, post that post once it's posted to your story and tag 10 different people most likely to engage or share and then reciprocate the engagement that you receive on that content, okay? Now, if you're not doing video, which is a no-no, but I get it, everybody's not, not down with video, but if you are not going to use video, then make sure that you are either using a carousel, which is one of those posts that has multiple images in it that you have to swipe through, okay? And make sure that every slide on that carousel is full of value. If you're not gonna do video, the very least you can do is make sure that the static content that you post really, really packs a punch so that people can engage with it and people can react to it and that it's information that's so good that people have to stop and have to comment on it. And then if you're not gonna do a static or a carousel, use a static image that forces the viewer to stop scrolling and either learn more, answer a question, or respond. An example of this can be like you have Twix, Snickers, M&Ms, and Reese's. One of these has to go, which one do you pick? Okay? And then you have a square post that has four sections and it has a picture of the candy. Okay? And in the middle, there might be a white square, a blue square, a yellow square, a green square, whatever color square you want. Make it look sexy, make it look attractive, make it look pop out. And then in the middle, it'll say, which one has to go? And then, in, this, in the caption, you're gonna put, one of these has to go, which one is your choice? Comment A, B, C, or D below. And that will get engagement as well, okay? So when I talk about 80-20 rule for, with like video versus everything else, everything else, that other 20% is carousels, that other 20% is static images that force people to stop scrolling, okay? So, I hope that this has been helpful. As always, if you have any questions, you can email asksocialmediaquestions at gmail.com. We would love to answer your questions. We would love to help you get more deals and help you increase your authority in your marketplace. If you want information on coaching and done for you social media services, please DM me on IG at Joel Okendo. That's J-O-E-L-O-Q-U-E-N-D-O. Or you can email me at joel at socialmediaforrealtors.co. We offer one-on-one sessions, full coaching packages, a team of experts in marketing who are ready to help you grow your business so that you can be the authority in your market and you can close more deals. Follow me, guys, at IG, Instagram, at Joel Oquendo, J-O-E-L-O-Q-U-E-N-D-O. And join our group of realtors who are crushing it on social media at our Facebook group, Social Media for realtors. Remember guys, it is not about the knowledge that you have, but the action that you take.